Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Nobody can hear but me. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio. Everybody's in their skinny jeans, tight pants, and space pants. How you doing? How's everybody feeling? We're getting ready. We're on the road to full gear. That's right. We're on the road to full gear. I'm Stan Grubb. My tag team partners, both of them are here. Rob Hefner is here. Yours in Memorex. I don't know. And also, Brian Taylor is here. Space pants! Wow. <laughs> okay, I need to isolate that. <laughs> Just put that as a sound, sound effect. I wear the tight pants, he says. <laughs> I wear the sweatpants. <laughs> that guy from the uh, commercial, the one that's like, I, I thought this was a virtual. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh,. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well. That's awkward. I don't know what to say to that. I want to thank the wonderful people. Si- Wait, what? Where's Saipan? Is that like marzipan? Not marzipan, okay. Oh, like Guam. Got it. Oh, holy crap. That makes for a lot of rust and deterioration of metal. Uh huh? What? <laughs> Surprise! Somebody's TV is so loud we could be there with them. 
let's all hang out and watch TV <laughs> together. Okay, Brian, what are we watching? We'll do a watch along. Whatever it is, we'll do a watch along. <laughs> oh, not that guy. He's a jerk. <laughs> uh oh. Whoa. Live. Who's going to Florida? What's going on in Florida? Who's in Florida? Wow. Wow. Well, no, we want to hear. So what's this? Tell the story. It's done now. It's out in the open. You got to tell us now. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Whoa, for Tampa. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Tay Tay, T Swiffler. That's right, T Swizzle. Okay. Uh Aha. Uh oh. Mm. Hey, do it, do it, do it, do it. When's when's the concert? April. Yeah. You can take a red eye. <laughs> wow. It's freaking Woodstock over there. Oh, you nap, nap. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ma'am. You've lost my vote. You've said the D word. I cannot approve. <clears throat> whoa, 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 whoa. Well, who is this man? Oh. Well, I mean, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> This seems awkward. <laughs> I think I've seen this movie. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, wow. Only six. Bummer. <laughs>
couple thousand? <clears throat> nice. Get it. Get it. <laughs> no, no, please do. This is awesome. <laughs> And other other women apparently. This is awkward. Oh my! <laughs> the truth comes out. He's not concerned. <laughs> it means you get another trip to Forbidden Door if they do it again. <clears throat> Oh my, what a, oh, hell no, I wouldn't make that drive. <laughs> oh, well, Brian, I mean, hey. This is one of those times where you get to be diplomatic and do what's best for the family. <clears throat> you could, and Lord only knows that'll cost you something. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You should. You should approve this, and then you should make sure that there is a, a card specifically set aside for your shopping spree. <laughs> Be a happy birthday Taylor Swift post-Christmas party gift to yourself. <laughs> and trust me, it's going to be a lot of money. And a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah, that Brian, I got to take a vacation. <laughs> and I want to spend money. So Lots of money. Hey, you know what? I guess that envelope will come in handy for you. So much money. You know what, then? You can't spend any money. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I spend money. I got a, I got a card. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's always that reported lost or stolen. Be careful. Be very careful. Nah, they can't do that. They I'll have her stamp a double stamp. Nah, even though she works at the bank, I'll have her transferred to another branch or something. <laughs> she messes with my card. <laughs> Jeez, y'all, you're thinking of all the evil tricks, aren't you? Yeah, the bank doesn't want to lose a valuable customer like me. They don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't. I kind of feel like she got more swing at that bank than you do. 
probably. She might. However, she's the one who <laughs> entered my account illegally. Oh, oh, not the illegal. Got to be careful with saying that word. That's a very big. big I know word you're there. friends too, woman. I'm on all of your <laughs> accounts, man. Wow. Well, now that sex education's out of the way, yep. gender What's identity. Not that there's anything wrong with that. What's mine? That's not how it works. It's what's mine is mine, and what's yours is mine. You said it backwards. Clearly, she's never met the Repo Man. Yeah, she's never met the Repo Man. She has no clue. So, anyway. Wasn't such a great restaurant, but it was a hell of a great promo. I will spend money. Rob, am I seeing this correctly, that uh, Philly's in the red zone already? We're trying to go to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is where we want to go. Trying to see what kind of bullshit penalty they're about to throw. Well, anyway, you keep interrupting me, (laughs) and you'll go nowhere, woman. How's that pass interference? Uh He only stuck his fingers in his eyes. He didn't, whatever. Rob, they're trying to get rid of Snyder. They're going to keep oh, doing man. stupid stuff. They've done stupid stuff for years. Do you think it's warranted to get rid of Snyder? I mean, do you think that that's, that's the right move? <laughs> I mean, they, Snyder's they, done. Look at look at what they did with um, uh, with, with Al Davis to the Raiders. I mean, they made they made him get rid of it. Snyder's no, they done. didn't. He died. Yeah. Mark Schott with him. baseball made him get, made her get rid of it. Yeah, okay. Uh, and that, uh, the Colts was it the Colts? His they made the owner the Colts get rid of it. Maybe there was a bas- baseball team they made to get rid of. Yeah, that was that was the Reds. That was Mark. Oh, and then the basketball too. The Lakers. No, maybe it was basketball then. It was basketball where the guy had his like girlfriend half his age who was recording all the time his rants against her friends. I'm like, yeah, okay. all his racial comments. Didn't yeah. see that coming, dumbass. <laughs> Listen, he's already made the mistake. He, he's already dumb enough to try and trick people into thinking he wanted to sell the team, but nobody had the money to buy it. <laughs> enter, enter Jeff Bezos. Right. Everybody wants to buy it now. There's Matthew McConaughey's trying to buy it. Jeff Bezos. I mean, there's a lot of people. the name to the Washington Prime. Like I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. Do we as long as they don't change the colors, I'm okay with Prime. Yeah, honestly, I like the the way the Commanders logo looks now. Mm-hmm. Not exactly a big Commanders name, I fan, but you know, I'd have much rather had the Washington Warriors. That would have been. Cool. Mm. I like Red Tails. I liked Redskins, but hey. Well, that team's dead. You're, you're tiptoeing on people's dreams and hopes and lives. Offending you know what's going to be funny is once he sells the team, then they vote, they get the stadium in D.C., and then they bring the Redskins back. You know, it's, it's crazy. As and it was is, all a boy just to get rid of Snyder. <laughs> Oof. But anyway, we're not supposed to talk about NFL. Moving on. No, no, no. It's okay. It, I mean, we just we just sat there and took uh, the first segment to talk about Swiffler. Might as well. <laughs> Swiftly. Hey, it's our show there, man. Sorry if our content isn't up to it's, your... No, I was loving it, honestly. That's I was, I was totally fine. Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay, T-Swizzle. My bad. No, Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. In this house, it's Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. But you didn't get no code, Stan, so... Yeah, I just call her Ms. Swift. You don't call her nothing because her standing on her says you can't. 
That was a pretty slick finish. Wow. Dude. All right, so, so Gable just uh, rolled up Matt Riddle for a pin, but what happens is Otis on the outside takes the towel and wraps it around Gable's ankles. So as Gable puts his ankles over top of the rope for more leverage, mm-hmm. he pulls down on it and makes it look even more – that actually looks pretty cool. <clears throat> nice pinfall. Good old-fashioned good old fashioned bad guy tactics. All right, so you mean Chad Gable. Chad Gable. Just pinned. Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. Yeah. Get out of here. Nope, nope. It's, it's happening. It's happened just now. Uh, but now we're all just going to get turned off by millions because it's JBL and Baron <laughs> Poker. So has Matt Riddle fallen that far? Uh, I think so. Honestly, I feel like wow. Matt Riddle is their, you know, their, he's their token middle card guy. They're not going to do anything else with him. He's not going any further. This is where, this is his lot in WWE life. Well, I guess it's about time I started watching again. <laughs> well, the, the beginning of the end for Matt Riddle, sadly. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't really much else you could do with him. You buried the hell out of him against uh, Seth Rollins. Every single bye, chance bye, you had. Riddle. Stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Clearly, Rob is okay with this change. Never liked Riddle. Really? Yeah, Riddle me neither. reminds me of everybody in life that I can't stand. Wow. Don't hold, don't hold back, Rob. What do you think? How do you feel? I think Riddle's a punk. He's got good athletic ability, but he's a punk. Punk. Punk, he says. He's a punk. He's a filthy punk. punk. Coco Beware could kick his ass. You mean WWE Hall of Famer, Coco Beware? Here's the thing. I like Coco more than I like Riddle. Mm. Wow. I mean, first off, Coco Beware, Hall of Famer. Want to say that that you know it's good to hear you finally coming around on him. Maybe you're finally coming around to the good side on that. It's more of the conversation you should think is, damn, he thinks that less of Riddle. I mean, Riddle. But anyway, a... continue with what you're talking about. Well, not, no, no, you got me distracted. I mean, you talked about your hate for Riddle. I, I don't know what else I should say. Oh, shut. Come on. You're a, broad, you're a broadcast journalist. I have been catching up on uh, Tales from the Territories. <clears throat> watching the uh, watching the one where they talk about Vashon opening up the airplane, <laughs> hanging out, saying he needed some air. What the hell? <laughs> um <clears throat> And it also made me realize just how much Greg Ganya and the rest of the Ganya family annoys the shit out of me. Because boy, are they proud of themselves. We ran the AWA, damn it. We were the best. Oh, bro. <laughs> Y'all may have been in charge, but your talent there in AWA had nothing to do with the last name Ganya. Sorry, not sorry. Wait, I'm not following you. So, like, it just seems like there were, you know, that, that Kurt Hennig and Nick Bockwinkle, those guys were great when they got in the ring with us. Really? Oh, okay. Okay, cool. So nobody else mattered except for the Ganyas to them, it seemed. I don't think he said that, did he? 
It's, well, the, the conversation... Let me clarify. Vern is the uh, elder one, is the generally the person that had these these opinions. Greg That's just the identifies them. Yeah. Vern is the father, the, the person who actually ran the show. Greg was the talent that basically his father thought that he was the next the next Hulk Hogan and felt like everybody had to be teamed with him. And every, every point where he starts talking about all the things that he was doing in the ring, and, and I give him credit, he didn't actually put himself as, a, as over as I thought he would. Everybody else at the table, because you know they had that round table setting where they're talking, they all kind of just sit there real quiet, and they don't say anything for almost fear that they're going to say something to insult him. Well, I mean, you're looking, you're you're taking a, you're taking these comments from a guy who lost Hogan over t-shirt royalties. Exactly. Because Hogan was selling t-shirts out the back of his car, and Ganya Vern didn't like that, so he got rid of Hogan because of t-shirt royalties. Because Hogan didn't want to cut him in, so Hogan went north, and we all know what happened. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to watch it again. I didn't quite get that feel. It just feels like he's very, very... Okay, again, I have to correct myself. Greg seems like he understands kind of the the gig, right? Yep, my dad put me in all these situations, and I got a chance to team with Hulk and all that. And and he kind of treats it like that, and everybody's just sitting there because they're like... it's To me, just felt like they were sitting on their hands because they didn't want to say anything mean. Well, I think that's with anything. Well, that's... Never mind. I was going to say, I thought you were talking about tables for three or whatever, and I feel like that's with all of us. They're afraid not <clears throat> something wrong. Well, that, but that is a good point. The table, table for three, which is WWE Network's version of it, I suppose, um, they always do seem like they're holding back, like they're afraid to say something. The Tales from the Territories usually feels a lot more um, free-flowing. Like, they don't seem like they're that concerned. I just felt like they were very careful with what they sh- selected to say about Greg Gagne. Simply for fear of what they might, who they might insult. I don't know, man. I didn't, I didn't get that. I just, I didn't get any of that. I'll have to rewatch it. Now, the CWF episode, the one that was week after, um... That was, it was kind of cool to, to watch that because that gives you a, a good look at like where the Grams started, where Dusty Rhodes started. It talks about Kevin Sullivan and, and uh, Steve Kern, which was kind of cool. I I don't remember Steve Kern very well from, from the early days of when I was a fan. I just remember, sadly, uh, Skinner. That, that's the only thing I really remember of that. <laughs> you know what's funny is knowing him as Steve Kern with the Fantastics, I think it was. Like, I didn't even know that was Skinner. Oh, like, really? They looked totally different. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Very, very different. Well, it's like watching AWA and Scott Hall. Mm-hmm. You know, and then all of a sudden, here comes Ray Ramon going, no, that ain't the same dude. Oh, yeah. Because remember back then, Scott Hall had basically the afro. Big old head of hair and, and all curled up and a big freaky looking mustache that he had. Couldn't figure out yeah, if it was I mean, Magnum it's just... CI or Scott Hall. Magnum Scott Hall. Right. Magnum Scott Hall. Starship Coyote. Whatever the hell that means. Starship Coyote. 
Whose idea was Starship Coyote? Or <laughs> so are you caught up? Uh, I'm. I think so. I think I'm just as caught as caught up as I can be. Um, because when I look at the episode list, Stampede. Um, I watched the Stampede episode. That one was good. I always like when they take a look at like Stu Hart and how he did things. Um, everybody, the Abdullah the Butcher stuff was great. Watching, watching them, and then at the end where he's like, and oh by the way, that that check your father sent me never came. Like, oh damn. <laughs> Did Stu Hart stiff people? Mm. Yeah. Again, when it comes to Stampede, much like uh, AWA and World Class, I, I saw all of that sort of stuff after the fact, like after its its main big run. Like it was a big deal for a while then, but I didn't see it till long after. I don't think I don't think I ever saw Stampede. According to the to the show, Stampede actually aired on um, ESPN, but I don't remember that ever happening. Brian, did you ever see it on ESPN? It might have been. Mm, I don't think so. But again, I mean, it could have aired at some weird hour mm-hmm. that I just didn't know about. 3 a.m. wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Oh, through the course of my years with cable and all that, I mean, there you can you could probably look on your cable now and find some three thirty in the morning, some half hour indie wrestling promotion that you're like, where did this come from? I remember there was one based. I don't know. It looked like a storage unit that I watched, and like they had one row around. But then I also remember watching one. It was called. It wasn't mid-Atlantic wrestling. It was something like that, but it was before Ricky Morton was Ricky Morton. They were like, Richard Morton, or Rick Morton is what they called him, before the Rock and Roll Express, you know? Yeah, I mean, I can remember finding, like, was it Championship Wrestling from Hollywood? Mm-hmm. And they had maybe 20 people in the audience. I mean, that was the audience. It was like legit, like 20 people or something. And, you know, next thing you know, I think it's, I think it's still around today or something. And then there's just, just been throughout the course of time, you, you know, course of years. Again, you're up at 3.30 in the morning, you're flipping through TV. Oh, well, let me, let me just see how far this will go. And, you know, 1,015, you're like... Kalamazoo Championship Wrestling. I've never heard of that. Let me check that out. That was how I learned about ECW. Flicking channels up late, couldn't sleep, and all of a sudden there's a commercial for ECW, and I'm like, what the huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I never saw ECW until I went to Baltimore mm-hmm. at one time, and again, it was on at, I think, like 11 or 12 o'clock at night. I remember that, actually, because when you got back, I remember you asked me, Stan, what the hell? Why didn't you tell me about ECW? I was like, uh, I thought I called y'all. I remember you calling me when you got back and asking me about it because you were, you were basically like, how come I didn't know about this before? And I remember telling you, I don't know. I just learned about it not too long ago. <laughs> yeah. 
And but again, though, that's I mean, that's how the business is sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's it's the damnedest thing buried on cable TV at three o'clock in the morning. And then as more people tune in, it'll start to get, you know, start to get earlier in the night. So I've seen all types of wacky promotions that'll last for maybe two months on cable TV and then just disappear. I remember, I think it was Rob that introduced me to it. It was the American Wrestling Federation. And that had like Tito Santana as their heavyweight champion, had the uh, the Road Warriors were there, Sergeant Slaughter I think was there. Um, but it was, what was it Rob, late 90s, early 2000s? Mm-hmm. I was just finally glad to see Tito get the, the, the kudos he deserved. But it was, I mean, that was fun because it was, you know, like, and that's what I tell everybody. Like, if you're a wrestling fan, you're a wrestling fan. You know what I mean? Like, we like changing the channel and seeing the different things and seeing the different people because different federations put people in different places than we would mm-hmm. were used to, you know? And if you're a wrestling fan, that's what you like. You like the product, you know? Like, I mean, there for a long time, there wasn't an indie re- local wrestling fed or any of the big ones that would, wouldn't come around that we wouldn't go see. I mean, I remember, hell, one month we were at the Patriot Center for WCW, and then we were somewhere for for U, at U-Haul for WWE, you know? Like, we just see it. We just went to see it because it's wrestling, mm-hmm. you know? So. Not to mention all the indie shows that were in Culpepper. Yeah, I mean, uh, the DDT powerbomb, whatever, tiptoe powerbomb thing that he did. And that's where I met Chief Wahoo. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw Gilbert. Um, Gilbert. Well, that was Maryland, wasn't it? Wasn't that Maryland Championship Wrestling? No, Gilbert was years ago. Yeah, at, from Maryland. Yeah, I, I don't remember what company it was. That's the yeah. problem. I wish I wish I could remember all of those different companies, but I really don't. No, I, I I think it was Maryland Championship Wrestling. Not maybe not the the group now Maryland Championship Wrestling. Right. But I'm pretty sure it was like Maryland Championship Wrestling. Because you had the the what was the bug or the flea or Yeah, the freak. The freak. freak. Yeah, the freak. Yeah, freak. <laughs> <laughs> No, that cauliflower brown stuff that I think that's oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't argue that. <laughs> wackier than the freak. Chomping Come in and eating cauliflower, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the crowd gets into it though. I wonder if in like another town he's like zucchini Zed or something, you know, like I'm cauliflower. <laughs> that's his arch rival. <laughs> Cauliflower Brown versus Zucchini Zed. No, his his rival is Broccoli Blake. No! How dare <laughs> you utter the words of Broccoli? <laughs> oh, my God. He's, he's actually a, a pretty accomplished musician now. He's uh, he's released an album. He's still wrestling. Um, I actually am friends with him on Facebook, so every now and again I get to see, see his uh, accomplishments. Kind of cool. Yeah, you know, I I remember um, AWE when we went to their shows, 
That was that was the course the course one at times because of the fact that you had like Jamin Olivencia, who you wouldn't mm-hmm. have seen him anywhere else. You know, mm-hmm. that was that was really cool. I wish that we had seen that um more of that. And and it's unfortunate because the the guy that owned it wasn't such such a great job, but everything else every other part of it was cool. Yeah, Jamin's still, I think, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, just because to... you could talk to him. Right. Yeah. And you got to kind of talk, you know, it was our first kind of experience talking to talent on a level that they were like, yeah, what's up, guys? You know, like, yeah, he wasn't trying to one-up everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I liked, yes, there was shady shit in the back, whatever, whatever. But as a wrestling fan, not knowing that, you know, being able to go and meet that many wrestlers and get that many autographs, you know. Yeah. You know, that was cool. Like, still, one of the things that I reg- like, I miss, like, when, you know, I had an Ivan on a Nikita poster. Little did I know I was going to meet Nikita a few years later, but my Ivan autograph had been ruined in a flood. Oh, wow. You know? So it was like that ability to kind of get those and, I mean, talk to Hacksaw. I mean, hell, you almost went to the bathroom with Hacksaw. <laughs> that was that was a very, very awkward. Ah, come on to the back. Uh, Hacksaw, you all have a great show. See you later. <laughs> well, and like... Never before, like, it doesn't happen. Usually I'm the one that gets told no, the autographs. But, like, for the fact that we could sit there and, um, you know, I get Robert Gibson's autograph from Ricky Morton, and then right after I get it, he goes, no more until somebody buys something. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I remember because we were standing in line, and you you get the, the autograph, and he you you wanted him to sign a picture or something, and he's like, well... It's gonna be this much for that autograph, and this much if you if you want me to sign it for you, or the picture or whatever. And you looked at him, you looked at me, you're like, uh. And then the guy down the down the table from him was like trying to sell you a picture too. So you got Gibson's, and you walked away. Gibson didn't know, yeah. by the way, because he was looking left and right. <laughs> yeah, I still don't think I have them yet. The Rock and Roll Rock Express, Roll you don't Express. have that. Oh, damn. Uh-uh. No, because I didn't fall for that monkey business. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. Never forget. Yeah. No, I got his autograph and I walked away. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do it. I don't think I did it. I didn't get Diamond Dallas Page either. Yeah, I got I got pages and I got a picture. We, we all got a picture of him, if you remember. Um. No, that a, was Hacksaw. We didn't I don't get think a, we got one of Page. With Page 2? Uh-uh. Wow. You know, talking about that show makes me remember just how um, how much I miss not knowing. I liked I liked when, when we could just go to a show, enjoy it, and not, not find out later about the idiot promoter in the back or whatever. Oh yeah, well, but I mean, that... and people aren't doing that kind of show anymore. You know what I mean? True. But like, again, though, as a somewhat 
I don't know, reporter, I guess, maybe. Mm-hmm. Those things you kind of should learn, I guess. Maybe, if that makes sense. Well, it's... Hmm. I go back and forth on it. Like sometimes I feel like when it comes to a show, you should just be able to report on what's happening on screen, so to speak. And yeah, but you else, can. Everything else, it's just background noise. But now it's it's so much not background noise because everything else is all almost just as prevalent. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, ultimately, though, if you find out, I guess it's your call on what you what you do. Mm-hmm. We went but, uh, yeah. What'd you say, Rob? We went twice. We did. Yeah. You know? Second time was hot as fuck, though. Yeah, that was... I remember standing outside thinking we were going to leave right then and there because it was so daggone hot outside. Or hot mm-hmm. inside there. Mm-hmm. The moment that you're watching a football game in the basement, but your son's watching the game upstairs and your TV's buffering because it's internet-based and his isn't. Oh, no. Mm. I think I'd make him sit down there with you. I mean, hey, you're king of the castle. You get to make that rule. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. All right, so what's what's good for news wise? Everybody over here is prattle about. So let's days. check out news. Uh, pulling that up while the dog tries to fight me for food. That's not going to happen, dog. Back up. At least ain't humping your leg. It's best if you just let him finish, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kevin Owens uh, injured at a WWE event, apparently hurt his MCL, sprained it at a house show. Um, don't know a whole lot as far as expected timeout just yet, but that actually was just reported uh, actually today. Abaddon also reported with an injury. Um, Shane told us about that one. That one is a, a neck injury, apparently. She has not been featured on AEW TV in quite some time. Maybe now we know why. It must be a pretty serious injury. Wasn't she just on Dark? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't follow Dark enough to really get into that or really dive into the ins and outs of it. Yeah, I think she was. I think she was just on Dark. Uh, let's see. Oh, yes. And this is news that I'm, I'm curious as to, to hear the, the reactions we get on this one. NWA World Heavyweight Championship defended at Hard Times 3. And we have a new NWA World Heavyweight Champion in the form of formerly known as Brodus Clay, the Funkadactyl. Tyrus, new NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Um, I know how Shane feels about it. <laughs> He's he and I probably share the same opinion, but I'm curious, what do you guys think about Tyrus winning the world title? Mm, so I got no problem with it. I mean, why not? What? Who else does the NWA have? 
That's a great question, and the answer to that question is not very many people. And everybody's going, well, Ty, I guess, Ty, whatever. Like, I know before, in all the iterations of the NWA, you can't tell me there are some NWA title holders that are like, ooh, how'd they end? You know, because I know I heard the argument, they're like, this is the same lineage as Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, and Harley Race. Yeah, and there's probably people before this guy, Matt Cardona, and Murdoch, and, you know, like, there's probably some people back in NWA's really light days that probably shouldn't have held it, you know? I mean, it's, so, as much know. of a, a non-fan as I am of, of the decision, I, I don't... I don't know that I'd complain about its legacy. I mean, it's, it is what it is. I mean, it's, he has the belt. Okay. And we'll see where it goes. I mean, every company puts the belt on who they think is going to be the best person for their company and the brand at the time. And I understand Shane's, Shane's saying that they couldn't put her back on Cardona because Cardona could get snatched up anytime. Mm-hmm. You know? And according to that leaked piece of paper, Cardona's going to be in the Rumble. So, I mean... Wait, what? You know, you didn't see that? <laughs> no. Apparently there's this leaked sheet for the Rumble and one of the names on it is Matt Cardona, Jay White... Um, and where is this leaked? I can't remember where I saw it. I saw it somewhere, and they're they're saying Cody's going to win at number twenty nine. Now that would be that's that's pretty much how I see that one going. I mean, he's going to win. I don't know if it's twenty nine or whatever. Brock's going to be thirty one. Thirty one. Thirty. <laughs> I was going to say well, that <laughs> list is wrong. <laughs> See if you can find it. I'm almost curious about that. Jake Scudder of fightfans.co.uk. A spreadsheet is doing the rounds online, which appears to give away the full Royal Rumble 23 rundown, including the winner. I see this piece of paper Rob's talking about. It is from a tweet from Chris Harris, Chris2001Harris on Twitter. Put it all, go on, put it in, put it in the... Well, Messenger, I got to see this. Will do. Give me one moment. I'll send this over to you. So here is. Wow. If this is what if this is what actually takes place, um, one would not be disappointed necessarily, but I'd be extremely surprised to see Jay White show up. I don't know. I felt like he had a pretty good tie to, uh, to AEW. I see. You got to read the uh, the part at the bottom of this before I share it. Is this what you saw, Rob? Yes. And you look at it, and beside like, what? <laughs> got Jay White in it. Mm-hmm. Did Kenny Omega make the list? No, Matt Cardona. What about the Young Bucks. Really, the really the only ones that are like what are 
supposedly John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Jay White, and Matt Cardona. NXT is Carmelo Hayes, Braun Breaker. <laughs> All right, so and I like how they, everybody always has this list. Look at the positioning of, of where they do these uh, surprise entries, though. So, wait a second. So, if Jay White is eliminated or enters at number 17, mm-hmm. how can Shinsuke Nakamura... be eliminated by well, Jay White at number 10. That can happen after he's no, no. in the ring. No, no. This Listen. is just entry list. Sure. Shinsuke Nakamura at 15. Mm-hmm. He doesn't Eliminated by... Yes, but if you look at eliminated by, he's eliminated by number 10, Jay White. Jay White doesn't even come in until 17. See what I'm saying? I think it's all about how you sort the list because it's just it's sorted for the the order of how they enter, not how they exit. No, that part is by when they exit. Eliminated by. Oh, maybe it's at the tenth guy eliminated. Well, no, that's right, because, see, Seth Rollins is going to eliminate two people, going to come in one, eliminate two people, and then be dumped by 29, Cody Rhodes, at 56.35. Well, no, okay, so I, I guess he's the 29th person eliminated. No, he's limited by 29, because Cody comes in at, well, 25. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it must be. the 29th eliminated. Yeah. So, so Shins- maybe he's the tenth eliminated. So if Shinsuke at fifteen goes out tenth, that's gonna be a crappy ass fucking battle roll. Escobar goes one at six minutes in. Osmos goes out, yay, at four minutes. <laughs> Hayes goes down at Osmos. six minutes. Omos <laughs> uh, yeah, goes out at... No, it's Osmos. Get it right. <laughs> I like my name. <laughs> Your name is definitely more entertaining than the guy. <laughs> well, no, that, so that can't be right. There's no way this is right. This is some made-up bullcrap. All right, so let's. Here's a prime example, right? Oh, do How you long see that thing at the bottom? <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting yeah, for yeah. him to notice that. I'm not saying anything to each <laughs> No, no, I, yeah, I saw that. All right, so <laughs> how long until a new person enters? Every so often, yes. I think it's 90 seconds. Every 90 seconds? It I thought it was a little bit longer than that. Well, some days it used to be two minutes. Right, so 90 like seconds. 60 seconds. Now it's like, depending on television time. Right. 
Can't believe they're letting the Miz come in at number twenty nine. How long? He's not twenty five or twenty nine. All right. So what's ninety seconds times three? In minutes. I stopped taking math a long time. Two, (laughs) three. All I need to know is the number on the sign higher than the is the number on that little dial thing higher than the sign. Yes. Four and a half minutes. Four and a half minutes. Okay, so if Strowman comes in four and a half minutes after Omos, mm-hmm. and Strowman is supposed to eliminate Omos in four minutes and 22 seconds. He comes in and stomps right in and kicks his ass out. Yeah, but he's not even in the ring yet for eight seconds. You're not supposed to notice that, sir. It's buffering. <laughs> oh, is that what it's doing? <laughs> but you see oh, what I'm saying? So look at call. Omos. Yeah, so look at Omos. Enters mm-hmm. at nine. Has zero eliminate. Omos is going to have zero eliminations. Omos is going to have zero eliminations here. No, no, he's eliminating the audience. Uh, zero eliminations. He's eliminating <laughs> hopes and dreams. He's going to be eliminated. He'll be the third person eliminated. He's going to be eliminated by Strowman. Omos will be in the ring for four minutes and 22 seconds. Right? That means he won't have any records, so we won't have to look at him anymore. However, if you look at the list, Omos comes in number nine. Strowman doesn't come in until 12. Four minutes and 33 seconds after Omos Mm -hmm. enters the Rumble. He will be eliminated in four minutes and 22 seconds, leaving Strowman eight seconds to get to the ring. Well, I mean, he is the Strowman Express. (laughs) I'm not buying it. Well, these are these things leaked every year. This is the first time, like Brian said, it's the first time that you haven't seen Kenny Omega or some, like, the only name on there that's like, okay, is Jay White. You know? Well, I like, feel like okay, Cardona could come back at any time. I mean, Cardona could come back. I mean, he's already posting everything. You know? I remember I watched something the other day, or saw something he was posting the other day that he was really interested in doing a cinematic match. Mm-hmm. Against himself, against Zack Ryder. Yeah, but he said it it, it involves shaving the beard, and he don't want to do that. <laughs> well, he should ask Ethan Page what it was like to face the ninja. Karate man. <laughs> oh, karate man, there you go. <laughs> yeah, something tells me this, <laughs> this thing is bullshit. And let's not, yeah, I haven't even got to the whole CM Punk thing down there at the bottom. Yeah, like the CM Punk was supposed to be at number 30, but Brock Lesnar attacked him. Yeah, so. There's no way in hell CM Punk's ever coming back to WWE. Uh, let's not say never. However, yeah. comma, who's going to make the biggest statement at a Royal Rumble coming in at 30? Brock Lesnar or CM Punk? That would be that would be the absolute dumbest thing you could do to say, oh, yeah, we were going to put CM Punk in the Rumble, but we decided uh, let's put Brock in there at 30. 
Well, better question is, would you put CM Punk in the Royal Rumble at the num- at number 30, only to have Cody win five minutes later? Mm. Nah, yeah, I see your point there. Yeah, if CM Punk made the Rumble, he would win. Yeah, I mean, that's what yeah. I would do. If you're going to have that kind of a return, oh, hell yeah. yeah. You'd ride that baby right, right through WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until he quits again. <laughs> I love the guy's moxie, though, for putting the list together. Well, I mean, you got to give people credit that they have this much time on their hands to be like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. At least it's a little bit realistic. If he'd have left that CM Punk thing off the bottom, I'd have been like, mm-hmm. hey. Because it got Osmos out of there. Like, Yeah, something tells me he just flicked all the bobbleheads. And right now the spring is sprung and they're all like, CM Punk is coming back. Cody's going to win. Well, I mean, <clears throat> they were almost, almost a Royal Rumble rumor season. And that's starting next I'd month. like to see them separate the belts again. Mm-hmm. If they're going to keep the brand split going, they need to separate the belts, all of them. I mean, I was happy to see, I don't know if y'all noticed, but they have retired the 24-7 title. Mm-hmm. Totally did not serve the purpose it was meant for. <laughs> I think what they were trying to do is capture that allure of the hardcore title that was defended anywhere, any, anytime. Mm-hmm. And it turned into a joke. I mean, but Kurosawa is a multi-time champ and it helped our truth. Now he's what? 54-time champ? Who'd you say? Kira who? I don't know. He did a um, kind of a combination of uh, Akira Tozawa. <laughs> called uh, Kurosawa. Yeah, well, I, I didn't think about it when he first said it. I was trying to get him to repeat it because I would be like, he don't make films. <laughs> <laughs> but if he did, they'd have a samurai. They'd have samurai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that big man's got the mad hits. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can right, try to match wits. <laughs> you can try to match wits. It ain't gonna happen. Like that's what we need to do one day. We just need to sit down and like, like leak the updated list for the Royal Rumble. <laughs> and just. <laughs> well, I did see something interesting the other day. Is like I was looking at the schedule for. It looks like. That there's a possibility of WrestleMania going back to one night. They need to. Because they're putting, because NXT, like, fight for, like, the NXT, whatever they call it, is on Saturday. Friday night SmackDown and, and the Hall of Fame. Then NXT Saturday, and then WrestleMania Sunday, and then Raw on Monday. Yes, I, I, I mean, I want you to think about this. Right. Remember, like before they started this two night extravaganza that just turns into way too much crap because there's too much crap that gets in there. Right. WrestleMania used to be a big deal because the only matches you got on that card. Were the matches that you wanted to see. 
And I, I know I've said this before, but I don't need to see a match with everybody on your roster when half of them you don't even give a match on regular TV. I just want to see the main feuds or main matches, and that's it. One night, I don't want six hours worth of it. I don't want two nights. Go back to WrestleMania 1. I mean, back then, everybody had a feud, but only certain matches made the card. That's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to be digging out NXT wrestlers who I've never watched before and coming up with some convoluted story for that's only been active for a week. And, oh, yeah, we, we got your WrestleMania moment, kid. No, no, you make them work for it. Or the dumbass music concerts and... Uh... That's it. A three, four hour pay-per-view. The best you got. That's what I want to see. I mean, I agree. And I'd like to see, you know, if we're going to put, you know, if you're going to put matches on, have them have a point and they have to have certain style. Like there's certain ones that shouldn't be on WrestleMania. There's certain matches that you see that's like right, that does not that is not a WrestleMania match. That is a pre-show at the car dealership down the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know who who thought that was a clever idea, but they probably should have told Vince. Uh, hold Vince, on a second, did. Vince. Yeah, I mean the problem is <laughs> when he was like, "Hey, hey guys, nobody has anything to do." He's like, ha ha, because it was at the Performance Center. You know, you probably couldn't have all the talent there at one time. Well, I mean, AEW was pulling off pay-per-views. Touchdown, nice one. Sorry. You said AEW is pulling off what now, Brian? Pulled off pay-per-views during that period. The COVID period where they decided, to, well, let's put on two WrestleMania or two I, nights of WrestleMania. I think, honestly, I think if if you had to look at what's going to be what sets AEW aside from everybody else, it's the innovation aspect. And when you when you look at it, you look at what they did during the, the pandemic. Look at how many storylines were furthered. Look how many characters were developed. And look how easily, easily they made people pay attention without necessarily having anybody but their their talent in the audience. Hold on, Bobblehead. We're talking about WrestleMania. What? What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Brian mentions AEW and stands like, yeah. Stands just like, AEW, AEW. Also, I'm wearing a WWE gear. Hole at your house? Uh, no. It's like, all of a sudden, stands no. like, where is the AEW kick? <laughs> <laughs> Also, I'm wearing a WWE Raw shirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> it don't fit. Uh, mm. It actually does fit. It doesn't fit where you can wear it in public. It may fit like you're wearing shoulder pads in a football game. But it doesn't show. Wow. <laughs> you're Ezekiel Elliott. But it doesn't fit like a normal person. <clears throat> That's rude. <laughs> That's just Truth. rude, sir. Truth. Truth may hurt. 
Your toes, it hurts a lot. I mean, I have shirts in my closet that I don't wear in public, you know? Well, that's because you're not allowed to wear scissor me daddy ass to your workplace, that's all. I still need one of those. <laughs> How do you know? Maybe I'll wear it under my uniform. You walk through the through through the office telling people to scissor you? As I told my boss today. <coughs> No, you My mama said, "If I have nothing good to say, I say nothing at all." <laughs> okay, well, moving on. Did Theory lose the the, the case? Yes. <laughs> I was wondering when we were going to ask about that. Yes, in what many would consider to be the worst cash-in decision of WWE history, Theory cashed in, attempted to cash in for the U.S. title. Last Monday on Raw. And lost. Badly, might I add. Wow. <clears throat> I mean, it was a mistake to get the kid the briefcase in the first place. Yeah. But it's it's worse because you just spent all this time investing in him, trying to make people believe that he's a big star, only to bury the hell out of him on a Monday Night Raw main event. Oh. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, don't forget, this was Vince's idea. Definitely. This was probably not Hunter's idea. And he just waited till the right moment to be like, you're out, deuces. Wow. Now his feud is with uh, Shelton Benjamin. Welcome back to the lower card, kid. I don't know who I don't know I don't know who should be pissed more. So probably Shelton. If I was Shelton, I would be, because you know it. If a feud with Austin Theory isn't going to guarantee any kind of progression for you. <clears throat> Damn, they finally did something right. <laughs> I know. I'm so happy to see that. I mean, I was kind of hoping he'd, like, challenge for, like, I don't know, the water cooler title or cashing in on the 24-7 title. Now, that would have been, been better. Funny. <laughs> that would have been priceless. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I'm cashing it in. Uh, What? Like, you don't have to. I'm doing <laughs> it. You could challenge any time, Austin. You don't have. Yes, I can. Okay. Because I got the I got the briefcase. <laughs> yeah, Aww. that would have been made. That would have made good uh, TV right there. Casted in on the twenty four seven title. So I haven't seen any any segments surrounding it yet, but supposedly the rumor is that <clears throat> with Austin Theory, they're going to treat it as if he's a ditz. And thought it would be a smart move rather than a, a dumb move. He's just going to treat so, it like he's an idiot. Oh, my Lord. So they're going to treat go. him like he's normal. Pretty much. Yeah, but he's not, he's not, like, I, who in the, is this Road Dog, is this Billy Gunn? Not Billy Gunn, but they have Jesse James. Is that his booking? Well, I mean, hey, he is the better sports entertainer than Bret Hart, so. I mean, literally, who, like, you just spent time, right, given that, didn't he have a title? He was U.S. champ for a while. Okay. So he had, he had Mike time. 
no indication whatsoever of anything wrong with his like mental capacity or skills in the ring or whatever. Now we're just going to be like, nah. Uh, He's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, let's make him an idiot. I I would almost, if I had the money, I would pay to sit in a corner just to watch a production meeting with the WWE, a booking meeting, and just just watch to see how many dumb ideas they come up with that think they're good ideas. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This has got to be one of the dumbest ones I've heard to date. I might have pushed my my return to the WWE back to WrestleMania now. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, you're that annoyed with Austin Theory losing the briefcase? No, I'm that annoyed. Once again, they're trying to insult the fans' intelligence. Right? If they if that is truly what they want to do. Because, again, literally, you saw him for several months, right? And there's no indication that this isn't a guy that doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Right. And now, if, if what you said is true and, oh, let's make him a ditz. Who are you trying to insult here? Who's Who, who do you think doesn't watch your TV show? Like even the the youngest fan is going to be like, uh, that's not the same Austin Theory as five months ago. Even even Baron Corbin just played it off and moved on. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because Vince Austin Theory was Vince's boy, and Triple H is like, well, I'm going to show you how much Vince ain't here no more. Check what I can do. <laughs> yeah. See how fast I can tank your career, fucker. You know, like. That is just dumb as hell shit. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Nikki Cross, uh, back to her crazy Nikki routine. Not I like that, superhero. Though. I like her crazy Nikki more than superhero. 
Who was she with, though, when she threw that title away? Uh, damage Control. She was with uh, Bailey and uh, <clears throat> EO Sky and, and Dakota and, and the fact she was just walking backstage and was like, Bobby! Right, right in the trash. There was no so, ceremony. There was nothing. She just walked down the hall. Blink. Now, is she with them? Looks like they're building it towards having an alliance um, heading into Survivor Series for War Games. Mm. My guess is what will happen is <clears throat> Bailey will finally, you know, win the Raw title, and then Nikki Nikki will end up being the uh, the first challenger for Bailey. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, it's for each like what the hell kind of moment, and I, I agree with you, Brian. I think the idea, even if even in rumor, is is just absolutely crazy. But the idea of making Austin Theory a, a blithering idiot is it makes you want to just not not watch. And then you see what they've done with Nikki Cross, and like, well, no, that's right. That's exactly what they should be doing. And it's so confusing. Because, you know, it, it, especially like this week, <clears throat> an episode of Raw where basically you had The Miz come out there, and The Miz apparently is paying uh, Dexter Loomis to be his stalker so everybody pays attention to him. Like a storyline like that makes absolutely no sense. I have no desire to get behind it. Johnny Gargano somehow fits into the mix with that. You also get a, a great tag match between, or a great singles match between Io Sky and. Dana Brooke, who Dana Brooke doesn't get a lot of TV time anymore. So it's it's just such a confusing message. I'd have to agree. Again, this is why I'm glad I waited. Like, <laughs> and now Mia like Yim you is, have any desire to turn it on. <laughs> now yeah. Mia Yim is out there. It looks like she's going to... I don't have the closed captioning on. Let me see if I can get that turned on here so I can see what they're saying. Um, looks like she's trying to volunteer herself into helping Bianca Belair and Asuka and Alexa Bliss. So, oh my God. Wow. Now I'm really, now I'm really like. Mia Yim, by the way, uh, joined joined forces with uh, AJ Styles in the club last week. So now we're gonna, of course, have Ripley join Bailey. Are, now, are they in the cage? Yeah, that's that's gonna be the War Games match for the women. It's gonna be Bianca Belair, Mia Yim, Bliss, and Asuka. Against Dakota Kai, um, Eo Sky, Bailey, and Nikki Cross. Wait, there's only four. Unless they announce a fifth next week. Because that now, see, that really makes no damn sense. Why would Mia Yim, who is feuding with Rhea Ripley, uh, yeah, why would she then just? Why would you miss an opportunity to put on a pay per view match? And have her go join war games. I guess. I oh my god. Are y'all uh, paying attention to the game? No. 
once once twenty forty twenty fourteen. Well, that's not bad. Washington with twenty, Eagles with fourteen. There's no way. I'm not turning it on until we're done. Washington just got a, like a. They just ended it with a fifty some yard field goal. Damn. They had nine seconds left, and like Philly's just like, eh, ain't gonna happen. Damn if they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but we know what happens next. But it's all good. Because the thing is, don't you? You already got. You already got Rhea Ripley in that. You don't need another woman in that faction, do you? Boy, I, I mean, it all depends how if how you're going to do war games, right? Traditionally, it's five on five, right? So there is right. an opportunity for you to add one more to both sides, and that would, be, of course, be Rhea Ripley on Bailey's side because, again, that would be the natural fit against Mia Yim. So maybe Dana. I'm Brooke. sure you could throw Lib Morgan or Dana Brooke in there. Yeah, for the other side. opposite Nikki Cross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, that's that's. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. This is that's dumb as owl shit. Why would you take the opportunity to miss out on a pay per view match only to put an oddball <laughs> into a group that's not even part of the group? Now you're asking questions about logic, sir, and we all know logic at WWE does not go hand in hand. Yeah, well, here's a here's a clever idea. Why not, if you want to stick to the four-on-four four formula, have AJ's group take on Balor's group at War Games? Mixed. Wow. Think of that one. Like, there's never been a mixed War Games before. Well, I mean, you got those, and those two could go toe to toe with the main. Yes, because none of the guys, except for what uh, Gallows and then uh, Priest, mm-hmm. are big guys. You could easily have the women throw the rest of them around. Damn, good job, Jesse James. You stupid idiot. <clears throat> Hey, hey, hey. Don't call him that. Don't call him that. I did. No. He is a better sports entertainer than Bret Hart. That's why you're angry, isn't it? Yeah. No, because... If, if <laughs> yep, a, no. <laughs> if, if there was somebody in there that knew pro wrestling, they would have booked that mixed tag match. He is one of the Armstrong family. Of course he knows professional wrestling. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Where's the yeah. other Armstrong? Scott. Working in the back for WWE. God, you put him in there. I'm sure one of them should have been like, uh, no, no, this is this is like a big rivalry pay-per-view. Why well, let's not break this up. Let's let's do something different. <clears throat> let's have a mixed war games. I mean, WWE is all about first. Why the hell not, you know? I'm shocked ain't nobody done that yet before. I mean, I can see why WCW or NWA didn't do it, but anybody after that. I think they're just afraid to do it. 
afraid of the possible injuries or, or anything. What po- yeah, but I mean, in a in a regular match, there are possible injuries. Sure, that's very true. I mean, it ain't ballet. Yeah, it's not like they haven't had mixed tag matches lately, right? See, this is why I need to buy my way into one of these meetings. <laughs> Hell with that! Win the lotto, win that billion dollar jackpot again. Because, you know, somebody else won that one. <clears throat> and uh, start your own company. Do it. Do it. And then we'll all work for you and say, hey, we were better than they were. I'll come to the meeting and be like, hey, I got a great idea. We're going to take two cages and two rings and put a roof on it. But instead of left to right, it's going to be right to left. What? That just happened. Instead of the doors being on the on the sides, we're gonna put the doors on the ends. <gasps> Stop it! You're and, not ready, Rob. And I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take my finger and I'm extend it out and I'm gonna point to a door and I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> Get him out, Scurry. <laughs> and that's when I'll go. And that's a door, <laughs> just like that's gonna be on the end of the cage. <laughs> Security. I mean, but why wouldn't you though? I mean, it's the little things like that that you would think they would have gotten right by now. Even if you don't want to put them in a cage, a mixed tag match at a pay per view. That's what you're building up for. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll be right back, guys. Who you? Yes, be right back. Oh man, this no, is gonna be great. This is gonna be great. This is an absolutely great, Rob. Mm-hmm. You got any old stand stories? Oh, he got to go drop a deuce. That's fine. We got time. Give the you fans know. what they want. An embarrassing stand story. Oh, there's all kinds of stand stories. You know, like the time he was jumping down the stairs and hit his head and passed out because he saw blood. You know, I was thinking the same thing. What was it? The 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 pilot jack or something at work? Yeah. But and see, he the cracked himself. Like, it wasn't like, you know, people think like we're talking about a two level house and he's going like a uh, like a split for your house. and He's going to the basement, mm-hmm. you know, and then, yeah, the pallet jack. Mm-hmm. And wasn't he in the store like shopping at Sam's Club or something and something fell and he was pulling a box off and hit him and he's like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Then there was a time with the dog and the peanut butter. Mm-hmm. He said it, it, it wasn't bad because it wasn't cheating. It wasn't. It wasn't his. It was his dog. Yep, made him tingle, so he thought it was okay. Yeah. And it was across state lines, so it wasn't illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like West Virginia. It was kind of like West Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee. You know, not really sure what state he fell into. But being in the being in those woods, it was okay. West, he was in West Tennessee, Tucky. <laughs> <laughs> the time he came to us saying he met a girl of his dream, turned out to be his cousin. <laughs> oh damn! Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> Dogs and cats. Yeah, the other day on that show, way. like AEW was like amazing. 
Do what? What what show? Remember AEW we was watching that, you know, and Dan kept texting, This is amazing. This is awesome. <laughs> I think he's back, Rob. See the best part of that, Brian, is he doesn't know what we say said until he plays the show back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know he's back yet. I thought he was. Then he might have left again. Well, he was probably coming back, and then she's like, what is this? What? 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 Yeah. I. I... <laughs> That's so funny. I thought he was back. He's probably just listening like them some of bitches. Well, now he's trying to figure out how he can, like, re- rewind it and not ruin the show. Yeah. 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 Man, but. so... Uh, did you watch AEW? Did you, you catch up on AEW? I mean, I'll try to up? catch up as much as I can. But uh, I'm liking what they're doing with the House of Black. Yeah, yeah it's too. amazing. Hey. <laughs> Are you back? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I don't know what y'all were saying. And no, I don't think I can rewind it like that. But that would have been awesome. Oh, you just wait. <laughs> Great. You, you may want to pe- prepare a cue for what Rob said, too. Is he talking about Shane and the Eagles again? <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about the shingles. <sighs> the shingles? Okay. <laughs> There's a shot for it. It's a nasty thing. You don't want it around your friends or family. Uh, man, so I do like the House of Black stuff, though. Yeah, the the whole rebirth deal is cool. Um, and honestly, I'm glad I'm glad that uh, that Malachi Black is coming back instead of the whole rumored departure or whatever. I like the fact that everybody was like, "He's going to the E, he's going to the E," and he goes, "I just want to take a vacation. It's one of those time off, guys." Like, not everybody that says, hey, I want to take some time off. Time off doesn't automatically mean I'm going to the competitor. Well, I mean, what's truly amazing, right, is, like, you now have, like, podcast and the YouTube people and all this stuff that are like, you know, one thing the AEW really should stop doing is re-signing or signing wrestlers when they leave other places and i'm like do you not realize what the e is doing right now and what they'll continue to do and if malachi black got cut loose what they would do to him and buddy matthews and god knows who else and that's what every company's always done Mm -hmm. i mean wcw did it when they started signing all of you know hogan's friends and then any person that left the E went to WCW, you know, and then, then they got to the point where, oh, we don't want you. So then people went back and then there was no competition for years. Yeah. Just because somebody leaves AEW does not mean they're going to WWE. Just because somebody gets cut from WWE does not mean AEW is going to automatically sign them. Yeah. And if they do, so what? Both companies are have inflated their rosters. Yeah. And, I mean, 
if somebody goes from one to the other does not mean, oh, wait a minute, you know, because the companies aren't paying the same amount of money. You know, you go from one, you're not going to make, you know, unless you're one of those top tier people, you know, Sean Spears, if he leaves AEW, he's not going to be making AEW money in WWE. Well, something tells me Spears is probably going to retire and just work backstage. He'd work backstage and run his school. Him mm-hmm. and Tyler have a school. I think he'll he'll retire under the AEW banner. I think that you know he'll do what he has the opportunity to do, and then when it's over, it's over. Like I think he's just waiting until he and uh, um, Cassie Casey, have a baby. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting that they started calling him by the perfect 10 in AEW. Yeah, because didn't he, his match, didn't he, it was something to do with 10? Yeah, they were, um, they were trying to, um, the first he was the chairman of AEW and that didn't work so well. So then they started calling him uh, the perfect 10 that where he was formerly Ty Dillinger. And his uh, six-man tag with FTR. I do like the little subtle hints at other personas, you know, that they do in AEW. They're like, oh, well, they, that, that was a perfect 10, you know? Like, mm-hmm. You're like, I got, I, I see what you're doing. Picking up what we're putting down. Mm-hmm. Or when Jim Ross flashes back and starts going, you know, the real warriors know what you want to hear. Rick Foley, oh my God, he's dead. Well, I thought it was funny when Taz and Tony Schiavone were both laughing at uh, the one guy getting jumped in the aisle. Trent. When uh, who was Trent facing this week? Jay Trent. Lethal jumped him in the in the aisle way. Yeah, yeah. And they were laughing that they needed to do that more often than AEW. <laughs> that the whole thing with the best friends against uh, Jay Lethal's group didn't make any damn sense to me. Like, what the hell? Holy hell is all that about anyway? We're the best friends. <laughs> Because Orange Cassidy had a beef with, uh, who was it? No, Dan Housen had a beef with QT Marshall and them. And then Orange yeah, Cassidy just threw the challenge out. And then right. Trent and Chucky had nothing better to do than that. <laughs> and that, pal, that that move on the steps for Dan Housen, didn't, that looked nasty. Yeah, Jesus. Please don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, QT just stop, okay, man. Oh boy, oh boy. So have you guys covered a lot of dynamite or only a little or what? What have you covered? We can't tell you what we covered. Well, okay then. Full gear is this coming Saturday on the nineteenth. We've yep. got uh nine matches officially on the card. So it'll be till one AM. <laughs> so for AEW, don't put it past them. Um, They're going to start going. It'll be on the 19th and 20th. It's a two-night extravaganza. Yeah. 
in a steel cage match, Jungle Jack Perry, excuse me, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, against Luchasaurus. You know, when he said he was stacking the odds against him by taking the cage match, I, I didn't really get it because I thought maybe he was trying to go for like a handicap match or something. But, uh, okay. Um, Brian, who's going to win this one? Is it Jungle Boy? Is it Luchasaurus? What do you got? Uh, it's Jungle Boy, I think. It's time for the payday. It's time to move on. Well, no, because I guess he needs Christian first before he can move on. Mm-hmm. I still think he'll beat Luchasaurus. Wrestling's favorite dinosaur. Wow. Okay, fine. Huh? <laughs> Rob, same question. Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy in a cage. <laughs> the winner. Jungle Boy, it's about time. Yeah. Like Brian said, this is a feud that was kind of going somewhere and it's kind of dying out. So you need to end it and move move people on their next thing. Like, you need to move Jungle Boy Jack Perry to the other realm he's going to go for, you know, either the Mid-Atlantic title or whatever that, that whatever series he's going to be in. And you move Luchasaurus to, uh, what is that, Russell Cade that's coming up? It's <laughs> in North Carolina. Yeah. Oh, he, oh you're, you were finished with your thought. Okay. <laughs> I thought you had more to say. You don't count me down, man. We were uh, joking about it, and uh, I guess it's going to happen. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal taking on Sting and Darby Allen in a tag team match. (laughs) Rob, you go first. Who's winning this one? Two simple words. Don't care. But it's Sting, man. You're not going to get any more chances to watch Sting. Oh, I'll watch Sting all day long because Sting in AEW is like <laughs> Sting pre-WCW. Mm-hmm. I mean, because like I never remember Sting coming off a, coming off a damn stage onto a chair, onto a table. And we saw that live. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but, I mean, I just don't like Jeff Jarrett. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I know Brian loves Jeff Jarrett. He loves him some J R R double R E double T. Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Ha ha. J E double F. J A double R E double T. That's both. Brian Taylor. <laughs> All right, Brian, who you got? Sting and Darby? Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal? Uh, I think Lethal and Jarrett. I'm going Sting and Darby. The question here becomes, how much more of Jeff Jarrett do we get on television? Is it going to be like this for the next few months? Is this just kind of the one-off and now he goes backstage? Whatever his off-camera role is going to be. Um, 
I, so I what sense would that make? What's what do you mean? If he said he's filling body bags, why would you just have a one-off? Because it's Jeff Jarrett, and I don't want to see him on TV. <laughs> yeah, but y'all, I mean, we haven't even gotten anywhere with it. The only thing I could see coming out of this is that Sting either turns on Darby or Darby turns on Sting. That's how this ends. This is setting up for the end of the Darby and Sting alliance. Friendship, partnership, whatever you want to call it. Two grown men in the goth phase. I guess that's a possibility. Because you know that's going to happen sooner or later. Right, right. And I mean, it, it would, to me, it would make sense because, you know, one, Darby has got to go his own way at some point, and Sting can only go for but so much longer. Got to find that, that happy medium. I guess I'd have to agree with you. I guess I'd have to say Lethal and Jarrett. You're, setting, you're sowing the seeds of something here, and so if they end up winning, it wouldn't really make a whole lot of sense. God damn it, you stop making sense, sir. <laughs> Britt Baker, DMD, taking on the officially cleared Soraya in Soraya's first match in 2000, let's see, 17, that's five, six years, almost. Stan, we'll go with you. I think, honestly, that it's it's going to be Soraya. Um, they're trying to set this up as it's as, as a big, big deal. I, I feel like it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense to do all of this rigmarole if it's just Britt Baker winning. But I don't think this is the end of it. Brian? Soraya. And I will agree with Brian and Stan because you can't see how you were going to bring her back and let her lose on her first match back. Agreed, sir. Agreed. Next up, we got Nyla Rose challenging or defending, depending on how you look at it, for the TBS championship going against Jade Cargill. All right, Rob, who you got? Oh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm going to say Jade Cargill. Don't Should be get ashamed her belt to back. Jade Cargill. It hurt. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed Nyla's build up on this. And I really feel like they've got an opportunity with her to really capitalize in a good way. Um, maybe not, maybe not immediately, but something that can really be done and keep people entertained. Brian, what do you think? Is it Jade? Is it Nyla Rose? That bitch is gonna get her title back. Damn, you can't call her. <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> you can't call her that. Oh, I did. I've been down since day one, Oos. Are you feeling oozy? 
When it comes to Jade, the Uzi Vert. No. <laughs> and a fatal four-way for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. Sammy Guevara, Claudio Castagnoli, Brian Danielson all challenge Chris Jericho for the ROH World Championship. Mm-hmm. Brian, go first. What do you think? Jericho, and then he starts back with the whole, I'll take on any ROH champion, and that's when we'll get the return of Punk. Ooh. I, I dig that. That's actually a cool idea. And a different. It, it keeps him into a different different platform. Uh, all right, Rob, what do you think? What are we talking about? <laughs> Ring of Honor World Championship. Sammy Guevara, Claudio, Brian Danielson against Chris Jericho. I think it's chance, it's time for uh, Brian Danielson. And this way, Jericho doesn't lose anything. Or, I'll change my answer to go, Claudio wins. And then that sets Brian Danielson up and Jericho to have a series. Again. I'm Stan Grubb, and I approve this message. That sounds like a good idea. Hmm. Decisions, decisions. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't see them taking the title off Jericho right yet. I got to say that it, it feels like they're going to build that towards final battle. Um, or maybe even keep it going until until there is an announced TV deal. Ah, boy, oh boy. I guess I have to go with Jericho. So I just, I mean, well, that as much would go as I, with what you said. What's that? When you're like, I don't think Jericho's going to lose the belt. So I guess I'll go with Jericho. Yep, I guess I have to say Jericho. Drunk Uncle Jericho, but I think this match actually will be should actually be a, a surprise of the night kind of thing as far as uh, quality is concerned. AEW Women's Championship, Interim Women's Championship. On the line is Jamie Hayter takes on Tony Storm. Um, you know, I feel like Dan, they might we'll start actually... start with you. I, I feel like they'll pull the trigger on Hayter. I think Jamie Hayter's going to win the title. It'd be a nice shock kind of thing. And uh, since there's no rumored return of Thunder Rosa just yet, I feel like they're going to do it. I feel like Jamie Hayter's going to win the title. Rob, we got. I'm gonna stick with my girl, Tony Storm. Well then, Brian, I guess it's to you, sir. I don't know on this one. Because in one regard, if Hater wins, they're probably sending you down the Britt Baker path. Mm-hmm. Tony Storm wins, that means it's ultimately sending you down the Thunder Rosa path. Can't go wrong either way. I'm bound out. I'm tapping out on that one. Wait, you're not going to pick a winner? <laughs> no, I'm tapping you out. You can't do that. Can't uh, as one-third of the co-host of this show, 
I can do whatever the hell I want. Bullshit. Bullshit. That's fine. I'm tapping out of that one. Really? I mean, again, it's, it's that's like this is one of the ones where I hope they pull off a, a, a great match. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be happy with the match. But, I mean, like, whoever, I mean, the possibility of what comes after this match is, like, crazy and could be a great story going forward. They've done right. Well, that's the thing. You bring it up when you look at it, like, Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa, that'll be a good one. Jamie Hader and Britt Baker, that would be a good one. Um, I feel like Soraya is going to get pushed towards that title pretty fast. So, to me, that's why I think Jamie Hader is going to the title, because they're trying to continue that that feud. Mm-hmm. And it does set yeah. the table nicely for Hader against uh, Britt Baker. Yeah, because, I mean, to- like, so, Tony could even win setting the table for that feud for both feuds mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like you if tony were to win you could still set the table for both those feuds and there would be a way that hater could win that would still set the the table for both those mm-hmm. and it's it this is one of these weird to me it's one it's a weird match to call because there are so many possibilities that come afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. again, you could have Thunder Rosa come out and cost Tony storm the match, you know, just by being at ringside and hater rolls her up, which then of course sets up, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This weird Storyline where Tony wants the real title and Hater isn't going to give up her title because she's not going to face Thunder Rosa in a unification match. I, I mean, it's just the possibilities are endless with this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's why I'm not picking. It's <laughs> I'm not picking a winner. Hey, I, I, oh, go ahead. Well, let me back up. I, I will pick a winner officially. It will be the fans. Boo! And if you if you know, you know. That's the most slack-ass answer I've ever No, seen. no. What? That's exactly what I'm talking about. If you know, you know. <laughs> okay. I read you that for <laughs> I mean, he ain't wrong there. I'll just be honest. He That's right. <laughs> when you're right, you're right, man. The fans are the winners. Yay! First time ever I've called it. <laughs> <laughs> so, the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament. Um, I love that they're keeping this as, a, as an annual thing. We got Ethan Page and Bandito this week on Dynamite against the winner of Lance Archer and Ricky Starks against Brian Cage, where the finals take place at full gear. Man, this is a tough one to really call, but it really feels like they are building towards Ethan Page getting a, a main event run, which I'm I'm cool with that. I like Ethan Page quite a bit. But uh, you got a lot of main event caliber talent in this tournament. All right, you already bought his T-shirt. Stop sucking up. Wow. Well, yeah, but who? So who it, was Cage on one side of the bracket? These other four matches on the other side. So Cage beat Dante Martin, 
in the mm-hmm. uh, first round on Rampage on the 11th. Mm-hmm. Lance Archer, Ricky Starks takes place this week. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the bracket, it's Eddie Kingston and Ethan Page. Ethan Page beat Eddie Kingston. And then mm-hmm. Bandito beat Roosh on Rampage Roosh. last Friday. Okay, so, so Cage. Yep, go ahead. Cage will face the winner of Archer Starks. and Starks. Yep, yep. And when is that? So here's the interesting part. On Rampage, excuse me, on Dynamite, on the 16th, we got Lance Archer and Ricky Starks. Then, on the 18th, the winner of that match, only two days later, takes on Brian Cage. Mm-hmm. The finals are to be held at full gear. So, the semifinals are this week on Dynamite and Rampage. We've got Ethan Page against Bandito first, then Brian Cage against the winner of Archer and Starks. Hmm. Dang it. That's not you know a bad. You know who wins? We do, because we get to watch it. Shit. That's Damn not right. a bad. Listen, it doesn't work. Like, the reason I give the fans to win, hopefully, is going to be different than what y'all are giving the fans. Uh, <laughs> please make it different. <laughs> As if it's the same. I don't think he. I don't know if he got it. I don't know if he. He got the reference. <laughs> he thinks he's mad because like I pull. I pulled that out my butt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like if he don't get that reference. You're an asshole. <laughs> yes, I, 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 you're correct. You I am a big asshole. <laughs> yes. But beautiful round. You but I'm an ass. Or you are what you <laughs> no, Rob. That's let's not let's oh, not no. get. We're not going down that path. <laughs> oh God. Rob's taking it. I don't think he. Maybe you should text him or something. I don't know. Maybe he hasn't got the reference yet. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong with both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, after after we're off air, maybe maybe explain it to him. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so let's see. I, I think it's Ethan Page in the finals against Ricky Starks, and then I'll say Ethan Page. Man, I'll Rock. say Ricky Starks. Okay. Wow. You say Ricky Starks is going to take the whole thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The whole dang thing. The whole dang thing. The whole enchilada. Mm-hmm. Now Rob's mad because he's trying to figure out what we were talking about. No. I actually wasn't listening, so. <laughs> Damn. All right, Rob, who's going to win the tournament? Who's in it? Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> we'll keep it moving. <laughs> Ethan Page and Bandito against Brian Cage and uh, Ricky Starks. And then the finals is at full gear. So you got either Ethan Page, Bandito, Ricky Starks, or Brian Cage. Sorry, I wasn't listening again. Oh. 
Are you are you watching? Uh, I got Ricky Starks versus Bandito. No, Ethan Cage. Ethan Page <laughs> against Bandito. Okay. And then on the other side of the bracket, you've got Brian Cage against either Ricky Starks or Lance Archer. It's going to be Brian Cage. Brian Cage. Okay. AEW World Tag Team Championship is on the line as the acclaimed goes head-to-head with Swerve and Our Glory. Round three for these guys. Is the acclaimed's dream end fast, or is Swerve and Our Glory getting ready to explode? What do we think? Explode. Rob says explode. So are you thinking the acclaimed wins, and that's what causes it? Yep. All righty. Brian, what you got? I'm going to have to agree with Rob. <clears throat> Do you want me to repeat what Rob said? Or? Nope, nope, nope. Don't repeat what Rob said. You're good. <laughs> if you had an alternative take, you could have said that no, too. No, no, that's it. That's it. It's what Rob But you paused said. for me, so I, I didn't know what else to say. I was just giving you time. Oh, okay, okay. So I think they're going to explode. Sweet. Okay. I don't. I think that they're actually going to win the titles, go full heel. Keith Lee will actually go heel. And the Acclaim's dream ends. Mm. And so does yours. Because that's stupid. Ouch. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> all right. I mean, it's simple. I don't agree. It would have worked, but all right. <laughs> you suck. We are not even smarter. for. We are all dumber for listening to you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, personally, I think Ward, the bigger you know match points. is FTR versus the Acclaim. Do you think that's the better match than that of uh, Swerve in Our Glory against FTR? Yeah. Really? Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. I do, so, I do. Somewhere in all of this during Full Gear, the Elite will be making their return. Now, we don't have a confirmation yet. We don't have anything as far as a match booked for these guys. So this is just absolute pure speculation from any of us. Uh, Brian? What do you think, man? The Elite comes back. What do they do? So as far as speculation, I'm pretty sure the last video package they had... Mm -hmm should end the speculation because, you know, the gears that were going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And full gear normally has gears in the promo somewhere. What? Not gears? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, that's not hard. I, there doesn't really need to be anything crazy. Um, you know, you can do it on Wednesday. You can do it on Friday. You know. And just get get that next match in there. The six-man match where they win the titles. Do you feel like this is building towards a, a bigger storyline? Uh, um, a bigger storyline? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think any... I think it's building to a storyline. I think they will... I think with them, it'll officially kick off the six-man division. I think they're better for that than Death Triangle. I mean, 
the House of Black, Best Friends, um, you know, any you know, New Japan stuff. Um, to me, you got better dynamics with the elite than House. I mean, uh, Death Triangle. Well, I think they're more marketable. I think more people would recognize them and go, "Oh, yeah, that's the." That's the elite. They're the trio's champs rather than Death Triangle where people can't even pronounce Penta's uh, Penta's name because it keeps changing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But hey, the hammer's a uh, thing, right? Yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, Death Triangle's good too, but I think the elite, there was probably something in the works with the elite when they won. And I think they'll be quick to get back down that path. Rob, same question, bud. The elite coming back. What do you think? Is this a bigger, bigger storyline? What do you think they're going to do? I mean, I don't. I mean, I can see where Brian's going that they could use the, you know, the six man title more and, they can kind of use it more and play with them more. and But I also don't see they need a title at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think they kind of are the torch passers, you know, like, oh, here we had the belt, we brought it out, and now it's yours. But I also think it's sitting on Death Triangle is it's losing its, you know. Losing its luster? Yeah. I mean, it needs to be on a legit threesome that, like, like, like I'm just going to agree with Brian. Here we go. Okay. Main event, MJF challenging John Moxley for the World Heavyweight Championship. The buildup on this one has been super solid with uh, MJF seemingly... <laughs> Seemingly being on the side of the fans or the fans being on the side of MJF, however you'd like to word it. John Moxley staying as uh, hard-edged as possible. William Regal in his corner. But we've been saying it for weeks. Shenanigans certainly could be afoot. Uh, It really feels like uh, MJF is about to pull one of the greatest tricks the devil ever pulled yet again. Not sure where it's going to go, but... Maybe we can predict it. Rob, who you got? MJF, John Moxley, what's going to happen? I think MJF's going to win, and then when he when he wins, he's going to turn full heel on all the people. He's going to say, you know what? I played each and every one of you. And I am better for it, and you all are dumber for it. <laughs> you know? like <laughs> Damn. MJF I mean, is about I think to pull he, you people. I think what so he's sh- playing right now is the old Ric Flair trying to appeal to the masses, and then Ric Flair just turns on you like, ah, I told you I was the dirtiest player in the game, and now I showed you. Right. You know, right now, Ric Flair, like, right now, MJF is tagged up with him, with Sting going into the main event where everybody's like, oh, my God, it's awesome. And he's right about the nut, jo- <laughs> nut shot <laughs> Sting in front of everybody. Hmm. Brian, what do you think, man? MJF, John Moxley, World Championship. 
Uh, question real quick before I, before I say that. Warlow and Joe haven't been booked for this yet? Not yet. I would anticipate oh, okay. it'll get announced. If they if they don't, then it'll probably be at Final Battle. Mm, yeah, I forgot that's right around the corner. Uh, so anyway, so getting back to the main event, of course shenanigans are going to be at play. I'm not buying Stokely and MJF had a falling out. Um, I think they will come into play, which will then, of course, bring down the Blackpool Combat Club, and this is when shenanigans will really kick in, as it'll be Danielson. No, yes. <laughs> Wait, sure what? I, get my name. <laughs> I, I don't want to get confused with his WWE. Oh, okay, moniker. okay. Yes, but it'll be uh, Danielson that ultimately cost uh, Moxley the title. Wow. So you're just going, you're going full conspiracy theory and wow. Okay. Well, no, because Danielson is already starting to turn on them. Mm-hmm. If you remember the whole wheel of Utah incident from. Yeah. yeah two weeks they, ago, a week ago, a, an altercation, so to speak. <clears throat> yeah. So it's going to happen. And what better way than for shenanigans to be afoot. Both factions are in there, and Danielson accidentally hits Mox or does it on purpose or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And he's the guy who cost Moxley the title, further pushing the storyline that Danielson is doesn't need to be in the Blackpool Combat Club. Hmm. Hmm, I say. Well, I don't think you're necessarily all that far off the mark. Uh, I feel like MJF does win the title, but I think... Nobody cares what you're saying. Wow. All right. That's going to do it for us, everybody. Have a good night. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like like MJF does win the title, but at the same time, I also feel like what we're going to see here is it's going to have more to do with William Regal than anything else. Um, I think William Regal and MJF will quickly move back over to siding with the firm and taking the title with them. I think the Blackpool Combat Club loses William Regal. Got it. I mean, is there any way we could get almost get like a horseman style faction on this? Is there a tag team we could get involved? Well, it felt like they were trying to do that with the pinnacle back when uh, MJF and, and uh, the inner circle were feuding and they just yeah, couldn't but they, quite get it together. Yeah, they didn't have the pieces, but it, with MJF World Champ, mm-hmm. he would clearly be Flair. Uh, William Regal was clearly on par with JJ. Right. Then your your second your second singles guy would be Danielson, mm-hmm. who could get a mid card title and hold it and strangle the thing. Mm-hmm. You would just need a good tag team to come in and round that thing out. Hmm. And you could pull that off. You could really pull that off with that group. I mean, the gun club is part of the. Firm. No, they move them no. Up, knock it off. Knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> knock You're it saying off. the ass boys don't have potential. <laughs> knock it off. <laughs> 
I mean, it would have to be somebody of the caliber like FTR. You know what I'm saying? I feel like FTR might be tiptoeing back towards a heel turn anyway. God, how cool would that be all in one night? FTR costs, they claim the titles, then show back up later to form with MJF. And the Pentacle. And Regal. Well, no, Regal and Danielson. Listen, Arn owns the rights to the Horsemen now. He does. All you got to do is pay Arn. (laughs) You don't have to pay, you know, now you can pay Arn. Arn, there's $100,000 in, you know, bonus here. You know, can we use the name for a little bit? And a brand new Glock. (laughs) (laughs) Especially engraved, Arn. (laughs) (laughs) Right next to the serial number. (laughs) It's the Glock ARN. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked Glock didn't capitalize on that. They should have. That would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I mean, I just think there's going to be so many, so much shenanigans with this match. Well, it's just so many different ways it can go. I mean, you're almost, it's almost foolish to not try to take advantage of it, at least in some sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't, I did not buy Stokely's. Uh, promo from last week where he's all <laughs> sad walking through the streets of whatever him, city it was. <laughs> yeah. God. Stokely's what, the only what guy was it again? He, he, he said he was what? Dick? He was dick riding. No, dick riding, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what yeah. the hell? Never thought I'd see the day where that was in a wrestling <laughs> promo. <laughs> Once again, you love the you love the people that read this stuff for AEW. Bah! Dick riding. That's great. Leave it in there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Tony Khan's like, what are they saying on Reddit this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dick riding. Yeah. Put Dick riding. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Tony. Ah. <laughs> Go ahead, Stoke. Do it. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that's not like the trending. You know how like every once in a while somebody will say something and like the phrase starts trending around the world. I'm shocked like dick riding isn't going to be in the, a thing now. It it wouldn't surprise me if that's a chant. In here. <laughs> <laughs> dick rider. <laughs> I mean, how do you get it on a t-shirt, though? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have a good artist, I guess. <laughs> so most as good if he had said dick hustler or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Dick Hustler, what the hell? <laughs> Dick Hustler. <laughs> so, so Full Gear is this Saturday. Um, we'll have, of course, our official breakdown of the pay-per-view um, <clears throat> Monday <laughs> on, our, on our official review of it. Uh, Survivor Series is on the 26th, the weekend after Thanksgiving, so... We got some more room for the build-up for War Games. We'll see what happens with that. Um, that's kind of it in the news and the prediction kind of realm of things. Anything else before we head off to the radio? Uh, just, announced, just announced uh, new Mattel collections. Rick Rude and Jake the Snake. Any of y'all in the action figures, check them out. Uh, pay-per-view at my house Saturday. Yep, yep. 
Uh, Y'all are welcome to attend. Rob's not listening. I guess the commanders are losing now. I'm listening. Oh. Yeah, so pay-per-view my house. Full freaking gear. Yeah. Rob, how about you, buddy? Anything else we need to cover before uh, we head off? Nope. Well, alrighty then. Wow, okay. Don't sound so sad, little fella. Catch up with your boys on the Twitter bot, at least before Elon Musk screws it all up and turns it into What are you talking about him screwing it up? How's he screwing it up? He's ruining it. I don't know. How's it not changed? Dude, I don't know. Oh, it's changed a lot. Like, Everybody's maybe. complaining, but I have no idea why, because I haven't seen it. Well, that. you know what they're complaining about. Today, they're complaining that Elon Musk is not allowing them to have free meals at Twitter anymore. Well, that's just a damn shame. How dare he not let them have... Wait, wait why do I care? <laughs> well, I mean, they were talking like $400 meals or some shit like that. So, I was like, Damn. That's quite the little meal per diem a day. I would stop that shit too. I mean, I'm there's not a gonna, coupon to Dairy Queen. Go get ice cream. I, I'm not gonna be like. Uh, <clears throat> I, I'm just not really too worried about what Twitter does, and I'm certainly not worrying about paying eight bucks to to get a verified check mark next to my name. No oh, wait, so that's all it takes nowadays. Eight bucks. To get a verified check. Yep. Bam. That's what we're doing. <laughs> I got five people following me, but they're going to be following a verified account. <laughs> Woo! Got a blue check mark, baby. <laughs> a blue check mark. That's right. I'm famous. I got the, I got the check. You know. It's the people that are all on Twitter in the safe space. It's like... like it's the people that didn't like somebody arguing against them. And now they can get argued against, and it's scary. Yep, you went. Next time we talk, I'm going to have a blue check. I'm going to be bona fide. That screen name's going to be eight feet long. <laughs> Vlad I'm going to have some bonafilias. Whoa, whoa, right. buddy. Whoa. I'm going to be check marked. He's going to be marked, all right. Mm hmm. Yeah, he's gonna be like, he's gonna be like, this is the real Dracula here. <laughs> I thought he was dead. If somebody actually says that to you on Twitter, I want to know as soon as it happens. <laughs> he was. I'm getting it checked. I'm getting Dracula it checked. Hey, if somebody have God or Jesus or whatever, I think I can have Dracula. Does somebody actually have God or Jesus on uh, on Twitter? Yeah, I think I think oh, God is God. on Twitter. Please no. Or is it Facebook? I think it's Twitter. I think it's like a verified account, too. On one of them things. You ain't never seen them tweets from God? Independ- independent fact checkers have said. <laughs> Are they really independent, though? I don't know. Who pays these people? Yeah, they're, I, I guess it's changed now. God, I am a parody just like your God. And then hashtag God. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Okay. (laughs) Uh, 
All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Catch up with Rob on the Twitter bot at uh, Rob Hefner C2C. <laughs> he does not have a blue check mark yet. Catch up with Brian at Vlad Druggle C2C. That's V L A D D R A G O O L C2C. Blah, blah, blah. We don't know if he's Dracula, but we're not saying he isn't because he's never been seen in the same place as Dracula. Right, exactly. Oh, I'm I'm getting a blue mark once I figure out how. (laughs) And a profile? Uh, You go to the profile in the mobile app, and it's like $8 under Twitter Blue. I don't see it, though. Cancel. It might be in All right, where do I go? But I saw a whole bunch of people paying that money to make themselves Twitter well, I'm, relevant. I'm goddamn I'm God paying that money. My 16 followers are going to know. <laughs> I'm verified. I'm bona fide, yeah. I'm like <laughs> He's bona fide. Wor- what are you doing? I'm, I'm like them worthy girls. <laughs> I'm bona fide. <laughs> and stay out the Woolsworth. <laughs> I want Dapper Dan. <laughs> God damn it, I don't want no dapper dance. <laughs> Stay out in the backseat. That's such a good movie. I'm the goddamn pattern for me. <laughs> we only carry dapper Dan at the worst. I'm a Paul Moon man. You can't swear at my fiance. <laughs> We're going to end up getting a, a damn strike for copyright because <laughs> we're quoting the movies so damn much. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week, everybody. Have a good one. We'll catch up with you with the Full Gear Fallout next week. Have a good night. I'm going to get a check mark. I am. As soon as I figure it out. 